Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of our Spotlight series. Uh, is this was just an extra episode of yep. the crew? <laughs> Fuck it, start it over then. You're looking at me like I'm, I just said I eat no, babies. No, I did not. Oh, Why you eat babies? That was kind of bad. Don't do that. I've eaten babies before. Are they frozen or are they just staring? Okay, okay. y'all are fucking a mess. Welcome to another episode of the Christmas Movie Countdown. Here is our bonus episode number 26 with the uh, Icy Bandits. Uh, we'll call we this the Box of Day episode. The Spicy Boy Bandits. The Spicy Banditos. Yes. <laughs> uh, we watched Home Alone. Woo. Yeah. So, uh. um, like if you listen to last year's uh, little Christmas countdown, we did Home Alone again, but it's it's fun. It's a great movie. Uh, it's it's in that list of regular ones that you just watch forever. And so I was looking for some fun facts that I didn't do last year, and I actually found a pretty good one. Uh, there was actually a French horror film, <laughs> a horror thriller film that came out in 1989, one year before. Keep note of that. Uh, it's the same fucking movie and then this guy sued uh john hughes chris columbus all of them that made this movie they were like no i made this movie already you took my idea it's a whole mess and i was reading about it so this kid he wishes for uh santa claus he actually wants to discover if santa claus is real so he stays up late and lo and behold to him a crazy guy broke out of the the saint asylum puts on a santa claus outfit and follows him home, and then he's dressed like Santa. He's like, I found Santa. And then Santa's like, I'm gonna kill you. And he's like, oh shit. And so it's him setting up traps to stop a crazy guy in a Santa outfit from killing him and his family. Uh, Yeah, so Home Alone was the happy-go-lucky family version of that movie. Uh, The lawsuit, they actually paid him, I forgot how much they paid for it, but apparently some judge was like, yeah, that kind of is the same situation, kind of. It was a whole situation, but yeah, there's a French horror movie version of this, and I should watch it at some point and be like, man, this is... Be disappointed. Yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, yeah, obviously John Hughes, he did a ton of really cool just coming-of-age films and teen things, and Chris Columbus, you know... Did everything else. Discovered America. Oh. Hey, I was going to say it, but I was waiting on somebody else. <laughs> 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 uh, tons of great movies. Uh, obviously, this is <gasps> Culkin's that's the biggest movie he did at that point because he did did he um, Jacob's Ladder movie that ever did. He did Jacob's Ladder and The Good Son before he did oh, this movie. fucking Good Son man oh, he was, oh was that with him and uh Frodo, Frodo yeah 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 he was a dick in that movie he's a he's a piece of shit in this movie too yeah yeah but that one he was like murderous oh he was murderous on this one too uh, yeah <laughs> so uh, the music. John Williams, uh, amazing. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, amazing. Why you like it? Uh, Wally, we used to play Minecraft all the time. He uh, recorded just destroying this entire world with lava, and he played the music from Home Alone in it. (laughs) Somewhere in my memory. Somewhere in my memory. (laughs) But no, uh, this, this, this movie is burned and ingrained into all of our brains. It's an amazing yep. film. Absolutely. Uh, if you didn't know, no one thought this was really going to be a big hit. And so 
um, Daniel Stern and Joe Pesci, the, the burglars, they actually hammed it up because they didn't think that it was going to be that big. They're like, no one's going to watch this. Fucking burglars. It's a kids movie. Kids, kid trying to murder two burglars. Like, fuck it, man. Let's just be silly with it. And lo, lo and behold, it made it better. They were just being super silly with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this movie's fucking great. So if you haven't seen Home Alone, you, sh- you should really watch it. Like, it's really good. There are like four other ones afterward. I just watch one and two, honestly. They, they get weird and stupid. Yeah, once they skip and switch to <clears throat> off of Macaulay Culkin, it's not worth it. Yeah, it's not Kevin anymore, but there is one later on that it is Kevin, but it's like a rebooted universe where none stupid. of these happen, but he it's is stupid. Kevin. It's really weird. I was looking into them. They don't look good. No. Nope. So. <laughs> I saw three. three it's trash. Cash, so. yep. Yeah, everybody watched three because they're like, fuck yeah, Home Alone 3. They're like, oh, that kid's different. The, the Home Alone 3 had Scarlett Johansson in it though, right? What? Yes. And she's a sister. Kimber's big adventure kid. Yeah, let's say a little, a little dweeby kid with the bowl cut. He didn't have yeah. a bowl cut. He had, yeah, he did. Was a bowl Ooh, cut? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he had bowl yeah. cut. <laughs> I don't remember. That. He had a big don't ass head. Up, yeah, let's say you don't forget a bowl cut on a big ass head. Big ass head. Big ass head. Fucking head. Wiener kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're not wieners. I gotta go. Damn wiener kids. <laughs> damn wiener kids. Wiener kids are listening. <laughs> okay. So uh, we'll get into the story just real quick because it's it's kind of to the point, man. It's just a kid just mur- trying to murder two two scary people. But uh, yeah, the McAllister family, they're going to spend Christmas in Paris. And so uh, it's the dad, mom and dad. With, uh, is it the dad's brother, the cheapskate? Yes. And his no. family. And so it's like, they're like rolling, what, 15, 20 deep? There's, there's 15 kids total. No, Frank is, Frank is uh, 11, 11 kids, four parents. So yeah, 15 total. Yeah, uh, they're rolling deep in this. And so uh, Kevin's like, he's not the youngest kid, but he's the one that everyone just kind of ignores or they say that he's just useless. He can't do anything by himself. And so just even the first night where everybody's packing, getting ready and eating pizza, uh, they're just being shitty to him. That uncle calls him a little jerk. If anyone yelled that at my kid, I'm swinging on him. But apparently that's cool for. Well, okay, apparently uh, they didn't give him the benefit of the doubt of anything, which means he's probably a little piece of shit beforehand. Yeah. So everyone there is like. Like nah, you're the asshole. He's like, but Buzz did it. He's like, nah, fuck you. You're going to your room. You're going to the floor. Yeah, dude. You're not even going to your own room. You're going up into the attic. He was clearly raised amongst shitty people, though. So where do you think he's gonna get it from? Correct. (laughs) Yeah, that whole that whole house is a mess. But uh, just like in all, just about every Christmas film that we watch, there's always some fucking wish, and someone's listening out there in the world. Uh, This one's just kind of like the perfect things happen. But Kevin's like. Fuck y'all! I wish my parent, my family would just disappear. And the mom's like, "Man, you'd be really fucking upset if we did disappear." He's like, "Nope, I'd be happy as hell." And they're like, "Okay, maybe we'll get your wish tomorrow." And he's like, "I hope so." Which was a really fucked up thing for a mom yeah, to say pretty, to a seven year old or eight year old. Hey, hey, that kid had too much attitude. He needed to be just shut down. Yeah, quit acting like, like a little pot liquor. He was acting like a little pot liquor. Fuck on, dude. Look. Look, that was her way of saying, "I if I could slap you in the face right now, I would, but I cannot." So it was 1990s. Could have slapped him because there is a police Not officer in the house right now. White suburban families didn't do that. They yeah, corn. apparently he, he wasn't afraid of wealthy white suburban like yeah. they did Obviously, their maid Maria was not there to discipline and teach that child. So yeah. Kevin, yeah, she comes in on Mondays. Doesn't Kevin, <laughs> no, they gave her Christmas off, bro. Yeah, <laughs> and so. Um, oh, we forgot. Deepal brought up the cop. So there's a cop there, Joe Pesci. Uh, there's a side, not even side story. The burglars, the the wet bandits in this movie, 
they uh they're casing out that the houses that they're gonna rob the fuck out of the entire neighborhood because lo and behold this neighborhood in chicago they all go to vacations at the same time they're all rich yeah and so he's like we're gonna rob the fuck out of this place no one's gonna be back for like a week at least like we can be loud and rob as as long as we want and it'll be great and so and then flood flood their houses like assholes man so kevin wakes up the next day finds the house empty he actually thinks it's a prank at first he's like okay they're here somewhere they're just dicking with me because i was an asshole yeah and he realizes oh my god i got my christmas wish actually what happened was uh what was it a tree knocked down the power line Mm -hmm. and so uh all the alarms didn't go off everything was just at you know 12 o'clock blinking so the family wakes up late for the shuttle to pick them up and so they are running around the house getting ready just acting like freaks and some annoying kid from across the street comes by and yeah. just touching shit and talking to everybody. Yeah, fuck that kid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, gets counted in the head count of all the children because apparently, like, I don't know, that looks He's like the, the same height. That looks like the back of that head of Kevin. Fuck it. And they moved on. So he got counted. And so Kevin's still asleep upstairs by himself. And the family scoots the fuck off and they get on the plane to Paris. <laughs> Unbeknownst to him, he is alone. And so Kevin's having just the, the biggest, funnest fucking time. He's eating mm-hmm. shit and running around screaming, watching movies. Watches, yeah. <laughs> he watches, uh, what was it? Uh, Angels with Filthy Souls. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. I'd love to see a full movie like that. It'd yep. be legit. <laughs> Sliding down the stairs. And so uh, Harry and Marv, they picked Kevin's house as the, um, oh, what metaphor did he give the it? Round Jewel. The- yeah, no, silver the tuna, t- the, the silver, silver tuna. Silver tuna. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, the silver tuna. And so uh, they actually come by to uh, check on the house that night, and Kevin's like, "Oh shit!" And he clicks on a light to make it seem like, "Oh shit, somebody's there." So they scoot off real quick. They're like, "It's fine. We'll, we'll come back. Maybe they, maybe they overslept or something." And so Kevin's freaking out and stuff. He's like, "Man, somebody tried to get in here." And so uh, it's kind of a cat and a mouse game. Uh, Kevin learns to shoplift when he sees old man Marley in the store and freaks out about it. He's like, well, it's my toothbrush now. And so uh, just silliness into it. He becomes really independent, really smart kid. And uh, the, the next Psychopath. Path, huh? Psychopath is what you meant to say. <laughs> and the next night he realizes Harry and Marv, they're back. They're going to rob the fuck out of his house. So he sets up all these cardboard people and seems like there's a big ass party. Smart. Yeah, that was actually really fucking smart of him. And so Harry and Marv scoot off again. They're like, okay. You know, maybe they're having this big-ass party and maybe someone's watching the house. And so they scoot off. So he's doing pretty good at keeping them at bay. And while robbing another house, they hear a voicemail from the mom. Or the, uh, was it the dad? dad. The dad. Uh, calling that, hey, my son's home alone. We're on our way back as fast as we can because someone go over there and check on him. And so they're like, oh, shit. That kid's by himself. He's like, we're robbing the fuck out of that house tonight. <laughs> and so... After talking to old man Marley at the church and realizing old man Marley uh, was probably he's a dick scary person. Kid. Yeah. He was but a good. Yeah. Yeah. He's not a monster because they, they thought he murdered his family. Yeah. <laughs> and poured salt everywhere. And that's how he drives out the bodies. Uh, that old man Marley is just a normal dude trying his best. And uh, he had a fight with his son. And, you know, he sees his like granddaughter and stuff. It's real sad stuff, but it was a really good scene. It's probably one of my favorite scenes in the movie besides all the you know, slapstick that we get in the last hour of the movie. Just old man Marley being a nice dude. So Kevin makes it home, eats like two bites of his macaroni, and he realizes that he's out of time. He set up his traps, and now he plays the waiting game. 
Uh, the honestly, the last hour of this movie is the best part. Uh, it, all the stunts and jokes and injuries, like they should not have made it to the end of this movie, but they have bodies, fucking Superman bodies. They're <laughs> they take, super villains. Yes. figuring it out. Yeah, it's they a, take so much covering. Yeah, they're discovering that they have the ability to not die. So yeah. <laughs> eventually, when they get out again, they're gonna get it right. Yeah. So it's. Oh, uh, it's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of my favorites is when uh, when Marv he finds an open window and he hops in and he hits the ornaments on his feet. Okay, he so so hard. <laughs> why? Like, okay, you already lost your shoes and you got a, a fucking nail through the foot. Like, so your foot hurts. Why are you walking, look for climbing in a window, not looking at the ground at all? Uh, that's weird. But then he just kind of fucking like double stomps the shit out of the floor. Like, who yeah, enters the window like that? And then I'm like, your foot has already got a nail through it, bro. Like, you're not touching the ground hard at all. Like, get the fuck out of here. That made me mad. That house would be covered in blood. Yes, it would. There would be so much foot blood. Like, you saw John <laughs> McClane last week. He was, he got glass in his foot and there was blood trails everywhere he walked. Right. Scuttling. Scuttling as fast as he could. Blood everywhere all over Kevin's house. Oh, man. That, uh, that's, that's like my favorite part. He stepped so fucking hard on his ornaments. It's yeah. Just, Harry, w- Harry wouldn't even made it in the building when he slipped on that ice and like fell on his fucking neck. And you just have a dead body on your steps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he blew this shit out with that swing. Like I said, last hour of this movie is very improbable. If you're thinking this movie is realistic in any way, it's hilarious, man. It's like Three Stooges on crack. But uh, Kevin is tricking the fuck out of these dudes. He finally calls the cops from another house. It's, oh, I forgot the name he said. Was it Murphy? Was it yeah, Murphy's. Martin Murphy. And so uh, they actually catch him off guard and they grab him. And they're like, we're going to fuck you up, little kid. And someone's like, oh, damn, Kevin got caught. Old man Marley to the rescue. Hits him in the face with shovels and like murders them. <laughs> I don't understand why his boots are so goddamn wet all the way up. Like, I know you were walking through snow, but like the top of your boots should not be that wet. Right. <laughs> and so uh, the police arrive, arrest the wet bandits. And so sadly, Marv, every house that they've robbed, he turns on all the faucets and blocks out the drains. And so they all the houses. Yeah. That's and so their calling card. Yeah, their calling card. And so they can actually track all the houses that they've robbed and then put down everything that they've done. So they they've screwed themselves over. So the millions and millions and millions of dollars of damage that they've done is clearly all their fault. Oh man, it's, it's hilarious. Yep. It's no a very pinning it on somebody else. Yeah, it's, it's a very douchebag thing to do, but it's like, oh no, they caught you and they know you did all of those. It's like, oh no. Mm-hmm. So well, they obviously obviously don't convict because they're out by next Christmas. Right? They break out. In oh, that's right. They break out. Oh, oh, okay. I thought they got out. Right. There's a there, there's a there's a newspaper uh, article like it like blows in the wind and it says that they escaped. Oh, okay. I thought they were and just they like mention, then they mention it later on, but that's the second the, movie. Uh, amidst a prison riot, yeah. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Well, you seem like good guys. Like, yeah, we are, Judge. <laughs> just let him out. <laughs> so uh Christmas Day, Kevin wakes up, he cleans up the house apparently, except Buzz's room. Uh cleans up the house, gets all the blood everywhere, cleans it all up. And so they get the tar off the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. He definitely didn't do that. Like that tar is no there. way. No all the feathers. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> that house. That was bullshit. Best. Yeah. <laughs> and so the mom got home first because she gets a ride from John Candy and his polka band. And so she gets home first and she looks around and Kevin's like, holy shit, I wanted you back and you're here. And it's really sad and cute. And they all tear up and they hug. And it's like, well, where's the rest of the family? And they're like, we're right behind you. 
you know, all that extra shit you did, mom, if you just waited, you could have been on the plane with us <laughs> and not struggled so hard. I thought that was pretty funny. You know, uh, I, I'd forgotten about that part. I'm like, yeah. damn. That's, and, then, that's- and then that same thing happens in the second movie. She busts her ass doing all this extra stuff. And then they're just like, hey, we're like a minute behind you because we just waited for the flight like you should have. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no lessons were learned. They hated each Not other just as much as a year later. They yeah. kept each other like shit. No lessons learned in that privileged family. S- still neglect the child and yes. leave him in another spot. Still a shitty family. Left him in a completely different city at that. Like, come on, in the airport after all. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, this movie's great. But this family learns nothing. Uh, it's it's hilarious. So, oh, he sees old Billy. He. He patched it up with his son, and so it's like, hooray, that dude's not a killer. He's a nice old man. Bye. And then Buzz is like, what did you do to my room? And he, Kevin's like, oh, shit. And so that that's Home Alone. It's fucking great. Uh, it, it's the best. So let's do what was everybody's favorite character in Home Alone? Taco. Uh, mine's Marv. I find Marv to be the uh, Daniel Stern. I, th- I thought he was the funnier out of uh, both him and Joe Pesci. Like, it, it's funny to see Joe Pesci doing slapstick for some reason. I don't know why, but... Uh, Joe Pesci's usually a fucking mobster. Yeah, he's yeah. a mobster. Saying Daniel, Daniel Stern, like, like, took it to a... Like, elevated this, just the the wild-assness of it with the screams. Yeah. <laughs> when, he was, when, he, when he put the spider on his face. <laughs> he screamed like a bitch. Yo, oh <laughs> no. no I, read a, I, I think I read a note one time that said that the producers told him it was going to be fake. But then they wanted a real reaction, so they got a real spider. Well, he's yeah, <laughs> he screamed. He oh came a real God. reaction, so, all right. When they filmed that, he actually wasn't allowed to scream. He had to stay silent because that spider would have attacked him. So, <laughs> oh, so they recorded the scream over so, it. Yeah, so he screams like an idiot, like in a sound sta- in a sound booth somewhere, and then <laughs> mimics his idiotic screaming when they put that spider on his face. Fuck you. Even though he was scared shitless when they did it, they told him, do not scream for real or this spider will freak the fuck out. Fuck you, dude. I mean, yeah. yeah. A grown man should not be able to scream like that, but he does in both movies. But I like he he's my favorite because he's 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 also just so stupid. And like, oh when um when Kevin plays the Angels with Filthy Souls when Mars Marv's at the door and it's like there, there was an argument, it got heated, it's like heated. One, of them, one of them blew the other one away. What? <laughs> what <are you> <laughs> snakes. Yeah, who's snakes? Some guy named Snakes. Some guy named Snakes. Snakes. I don't know no snakes. I don't know no snakes. One of them one of them blew the other one away. <laughs> it was just stupid. So yeah, Marv was my favorite character. Uh Chris. Favorite character? Yeah. Uh that murderous little boy, Kevin McAllister. <laughs> yeah. Um those traps were beyond his reach. I don't even there's a lot of things wrong with Home Alone. But, uh, for whatever world it is they live in where Harry and Marv can escape prison after the blunders they committed in the first movie, I guess this little boy can also get away with paint cans and shit. So, yeah, uh, uh, Kevin decked out the house and traps and then cleaned all that shit up before the parents got home. It's cool. All the broken glass and shit and all that stuff. Cleaned all that mess up before the folks got home. It's OG. I, I couldn't even pull that shit off when I was a kid. But I fucked the house up. It was just fucked up. It's usually how I got caught. 
<laughs> Couldn't even tell with Kevin. It was just it was what it was. Um, what, uh, there was one that I liked in particular though. I liked the um, was it the zip line? It was zip line. Why did that rich ass family have a goddamn like sixty foot <laughs> hemp rope in there? Like the frame was set up like, like heavy duty rope. Yeah, like what the fuck? I like that one. And then the fire, and they had to let, and then they fell like what? It had to be like twenty feet. It was pretty high. Yeah, to a second story window. That was my favorite one. No, no, uh, no. That's Home Alone too. No, no but the, and this one, he didn't. He didn't. He, cut, he, he didn't cut. set the rope on fire. Oh, it cut. Oh, it cut. Yeah, he cut, cut it. And they swung. They cut swung it. into the yeah. swang. They swung into the brick wall. One on one, which should have killed them as well. Which was also super impressive that they were just able to fucking shimmy across with just their bare hands, like nothing was. And yeah, Mark had that M burnt into his hand. Yeah, that was Harry. Harry had like or a Harry, fucking massive burn on his hand. He's like, whatever. I'll just <laughs> go across this rope, no problem. <laughs> Like, uh, yeah. like Kev said, super super villains. They I know it's powers. I know it's low hanging fruit, but yeah, Kevin McAllister is my favorite character. This the stupidest, most ridiculous character in the movie, but my favorite character. Uh, Justin, go ahead. Uh, my favorite character is clearly Joe Pesci, Harry in this movie. Um, my favorite scene in this movie is when he tries not the not the back door, but the front door. He opens the front door, <laughs> and his head catches on fire. And throughout the rest of the re- <laughs> he also screams like an idiot. And then dives his head into. Well, I guess it was the back door, as a matter of fact, because yeah. he went to yeah. the front. Because he got so that, was the back door. Yeah, the front front is where he burned his hand. Front is where he burned his hand. Yeah. So he uh, proceeds to go out throughout the rest of the movie with the beanie on and a hole <laughs> from the fire. I, that's why I, that's my favorite scene because he sticks like you stick to it like. In some movies, like some stuff like that'll happen. It's so big to where it had to stay there, but it was really funny that they just left it on him like this rag that they burned the top of. <laughs> like, here, wear this the rest of the movie now. And he had that stupid, he had like a, pat, a little patch of hair <laughs> right in the center. He had a little patch of hair <laughs> right in the center. So he also, um, he, was a, he was a villainous mastermind, even though it didn't work. He got outfoxed by a child. He scouted the area. Knew, knew all the houses were empty. Knew all of them were empty. What time the fucking lights would come on? <laughs> like, like that was that was pretty that was pretty in depth for me in terms of like if you're gonna case a joint, case that joint, right? You case multiple joints at this point. I guess you can't account for a nine, a ten year old, nine year old, eight year old. I guess he said eight. Yeah, eight year old child kicking the ass. But had Kevin not been there, it would have worked without a hitch. And they would be living pretty good right right about now with all the shit they stole, as a matter of fact. Um, yeah, man, it was just fun. He put a lot together, but also didn't put it together enough to for it to matter <laughs> in the end. Um, Greg. Uh, old man Marley. <laughs> <laughs> he saves the day. Oh, it was like because he scares the little child just with the, is that way like scares little kids. I, I didn't. I did enjoy him scaring little Kevin. By the way, Kevin's screams of terror I find completely hilarious. I love his screams of terror. <laughs> you really Macaulay Culkin really went for those screams. He does a really good job. But yeah, with old man Marley, he's clearly one of those guys where you pe- the characters peg him wrong. They have this preconceived notion that's a misconception is completely wrong. And you knew from the jump, like, okay, well, when you first watch that movie, you see that and you're like, all right, well. He's going to help out in some sort of way. He's clearly not who they think he is. Um, 
I really liked the conversation he had with Kevin in the church when he realizes that he's not so bad. Um, and the fact that <laughs> despite scaring him multiple times, he was still willing to reach out to him and say, hey, I'm your neighbor. I'm not a murderer, okay? <laughs> I, I really enjoy, I mean, even though this is clearly meant for comedy for the most part, I actually did enjoy the, the kind of the bond they shared in the church when he explained to him his his reasonings for being at the church, watching his granddaughter and his background. And I kind of liked how their their bond right there, the, the, Marley was able to actually learn something through his conversation with Kevin and apply it to his own life. I thought that was a nice, to, nice little touch to it. Um, especially since the movie didn't have as much the the shenanigans wasn't as consistent throughout the movie as I thought it was. I didn't realize it was going to be like this big ending of shenanigans, like a like the battle as as he as he planned it out. So that was a nice touch to it all. And then of course he saves the day with his big ass snow shovel when <laughs> Kevin finally gets caught slipping and finally gets caught. And there is old Marley to save the day. I enjoyed that. So to kind of add to your point about like uh like the kids having the misconception about them well i also think the parents did too because the dad is calling all the other neighbors to and he's like it's nothing but answering machines but they didn't he doesn't have that guy's like he's the he's actually his physical neighbor right, right. next door right but he doesn't have his phone number to say hey i know you're home because you're the only one who stays home for christmas Call like go check on my kid. Nah, he doesn't have his number because he's like, nah, that guy's creepy. I don't want to. <laughs> doesn't have his number. Could have easily resolved the entire movie. Oh, oh, I'll call. I'll call Marley. Marley, go get my kid. Yeah, as awful as Problem that. Solved. As awful roll as credits. Family is. I'm sure Buzz got that from here overhearing his parents talk shit about him or something. Yeah, to stay away from him or something of the sort. Piece yeah. of shit. Doesn't yeah. even. Didn't even like. His, didn't even have his kid visit him. Yeah. Uh, Wally. Yeah, oh, went. went. I'm sorry, you already went. Depot. Uh, the drunk Santa. <laughs> I like that guy. The I mean, the drunk. He was his beard up. Yeah, was, he was getting off of work. He was getting ready to go get fucking drunk. He had a rough, he had a rough he had a rough ending. To his he probably got rejected by the elf a few uh, times. I got a meeting with friends, so he's yeah. gonna go get fucking fucking drunk. Um, no. Stop it. I, yeah. Stop no. it, Dave. No, Mr. No, Mr. Thompson. Dave, it's not funny anymore. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, I liked him because oh my god, even even though it looked like he had the worst fucking day having to deal with little, little pissing those kids, he still heard Kevin out. He was like, "All right, you know what? Whatever. I, I know, I know, I know. Santa means something to this kid." And then Kevin's little butthole self was like, "I know, I know, you're not him, but you work for him." Uh, but yeah, he's like, "Okay, yeah, I guess I'll play along with the, what this kid has to say." And he gave him Tic Tacs. And he gave him Tic Tacs and told him not to spoil his dinner. (laughs) Which I, I, whatever. Hey, you know, he he did something. No, no, no. I never really tried. I never really understood that expression. Don't spoil your dinner. Like, don't eat too much shit. Don't eat too much candy before you have your dinner because you won't eat a nutritious meal. You'll just be full on candy. I guess that's one. But it was a joke because he gave him Tic Tacs. Yeah, he gave him three. (laughs) Tic Tacs. Like green mint Tic Tacs. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, like I said, I like that guy because he looked like he had a long day and Elf Girl ejected him again. And Motherfucker. <laughs> this shit car. He, 
Yeah, and then his car <laughs> dies at the end. Yeah, like dude was already having a bad day in his life. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A ticket, yeah. Who tickets Santa? The nerve of people. Yeah, like the guy, the guy clearly had a rough day. But he was like, All right, this kid, this kid wants to see Santa, so I'll I'll put out my camel my fucking cowboy killer and listen to the kid out. Santa needed a goddamn break, man. <laughs> yeah, <he did>. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that's why I like Santa. Um Steve's the last one. Steve. Uh yeah, my favorite is, is Marv. Oh, um, well, Katie you notice. Yeah. Uh I, I I love Harry, but Marv I just like better. Uh the scream just makes me laugh every single time. Like like I said, a grown man shouldn't scream like that. But also when they're robbing the other houses and he's just crowbar and shit off of stuff. <laughs> Dude, he was crowbar and shit into the bag. Yeah, so and Harry's like, yeah, like basically tell him to keep it down. He's like, whatever, man, nobody's fucking home. It just like, all right. And then it's it's such a dick move, but it makes me laugh. The wet bandit shit, it, like, it gets yeah, just floods and just destroys those houses and gets back in that car. And Harry's just like, you're sick. He's like, you you're did sick. it again, didn't you? Yeah. You're sick. <laughs> like, like he Harry's- just had that. He had that shit-eating grin on his face when he got that card. Harry's like, you did it again, didn't you? Like, god damn it. Just, yeah. <laughs> it's great. It's so mean, but those those families probably deserve it. They probably piece of shit out of Yeah, let's say, uh, <laughs> even for Marv, Marv's, Marv's a pretty greasy dude, but he when he saw Harry with that little grin, he's, you did it again, didn't you? No, yeah. other way. Other way. Or, fuck, I don't know why I want to call Lou. <laughs> when Joe Pesci saw him fucking grin, he was like, you did it again, didn't you? God damn it. Yeah, and then, mm-hmm. and, then, and then and both movies, I mean, they both get beat, but Marv just takes a fucking beat. He's, like, he's I know, funnier in the second one. Yeah, I know. In the second one, and the second one, like that dude clearly has like regenerative powers because he should have died and take like eight bricks to the face. Yeah. But that iron to the <laughs> face, the fucking the nail to the foot. Yeah. The, oh God, man, that Thanks dude is put a dick in the ass. Yeah, that dude is immortal. He got shot in the face with that BB. Like, he did. Yes. <laughs> so, oh, you got the staple gun. No, yeah. wait, that's the second, that's the second, second one. My bad, my bad. In the second one, when he smiles for the picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Hi-o. laughs> that was but, a yeah. rough night. But no, I, just, I love Marv because he's the less serious of the two, even though Harry is also goofy. But yeah, he's far less serious and just doesn't care. Like I'm, I'm telling you, man, that crowbar scene—I I forgot about that, and it just made me laugh my ass off. Just <laughs> open up, and just, just swiping it, breaking all the glass. He's like, whatever, glass ain't important. While he had a snorkel and goggles on. Yes, exactly. <laughs> he, <just fucking laughs> he did. Stole those people's <laughs> presents and put that shit on his face for some reason. So, yeah, Mars my favorite. Uh, Katie. Uh, my favorite character was Kevin. I have loved that kid since the first time I saw this movie. Uh, I've always had a thing for Macaulay Culkin in all of his movies. I really liked him as a kid. And I just love how creative he was with all the like traps that he set, even though he clearly intended to murder these folks. Like (laughs) I just, (laughs) some of the stuff that he thought of was like things that only an eight year old would think about doing. And it was pretty great. And his fucking like detailed plan, like the blueprint that he made, like what the crayon. fuck little kid is making that crayon blueprint of their house like that. I just loved it. I love Kevin that, a lot. He popped shit off by, by shooting a man in the dick. Like, yeah. think about that. <laughs> yep. That was his opening salvo. He was like, yeah, the shit's on. 
I know I'm shooting the dick. <laughs> he, he scared him with firecrackers in a pot, making him think that you just like well, lit up the house. Oh, because oh, yeah, the firecrackers. I was like, I thought that was the. Well, he did it twice. He did it twice. Yeah. Oh, he didn't that's do the firecrackers for the pizza guy. Yeah, he they did, did that for Marv. Marv. That's right. That's right. Yeah. He did it twice. He he even stepped it up the second time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one blew the other one away. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the the main three people in this movie are all amazing, but I I went with with Kevin. It's it's just funny to watch him just come up with all this shit sure he was an asshole but his parent the whole family seemed kind of douche douchey also oh they suck it they're, they're like you had to, like, awful family it seemed like you had to be shitty to survive in that that like whole situation so i feel bad for him but he's probably a terrible kid because apparently like he got into uh what did he get into and he was like oh shit at the beginning oh his fishing line and his hooks and stuff he got into it again so apparently he's been making traps and doing weird things for a while yeah. And the parents know that he likes well, doing stuff like he was, that. He was like the accidental kid in their family. So like clearly, okay, so the his specific family starts with like Buzz and his oldest sister. They're like 15, 16. Then he has two or yeah, two or three more sisters that are like right in that age between like 12 and 15. No, he's only he's he's got two sisters, two brothers. Uh the the Pete and Pete kid is oh, one yeah, of his yeah, brothers. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so he's got so he's got two older brothers and two older sisters and all of them are over the age of 12. And then he's back here sitting at like 8. So he was clearly like, "Oh, that was an accident." So they're all just like, "Fuck you, little kid. Like I'm not dealing with your shit." <laughs> Although his whole family is just like this It is <laughs> odd. It is odd that it's not the redheaded kid getting shitted on. Right. He's actually <laughs> part of being, he's one of the shitters. Yeah. But no, Kevin, uh, he was amazing in this movie. Uh, I can see how he is a little annoying, but like I said, whole family's annoying. Yeah. But uh, he's awesome. He defended himself, uh, made traps. He was trying to kill those people. Yes, he, was he was out here in the streets trying to murder. But uh, it, it's hilarious. And in the second one, I think some of the traps in the second one were for real murderous traps. Absolutely, that kid would win charges, man. Yeah, that Kaepernick skeleton, that was murder. We were watching and laughing at that. That was murder. <laughs> but no, uh, Kevin Callister, hands down, easy. Okay, let's do least favorite, uh, Taco. Me, oh. Oh, Steve. Yeah, I would like to go first. Uh, my least favorite is actually Kevin McAllister. Um, I liked it as a kid. I was like, like, yeah, he's winning. I watch it now, and I'm like, that kid is clearly a psychopath. Um, somebody, somebody that one hundred percent at this at this, if he was my age right now, is uh, Castle Doctrine Defender. Um, that kid, <laughs> that kid is a monster. Uh, he's stage he ground. He had Stage-ground every he had, he had every opportunity to, to call the police uh, and stop that. He heard them saying we're going to be at that house at nine o'clock. What did he do? Instead of calling the police, he decides to lure them into his house filled with death traps. Um, <laughs> that, like, you know how people always say, like, serial killers always start off like killing cats and shit like that. That's what he's doing when he's an adult. He is murdering people. Um, that kid is a monster and kind of a huge piece of shit. So I like, I as a kid, I always liked it, but I'm watching it as an adult. And I was like, no, that's a terrible person, and he needs to be in jail. So fuck Kevin. Ke- Kevin McAllister, fuck that kid. What else did I say? Besides the castle doctor, like that just oh that yeah, he probably definitely shot some people breaking into his home that he probably enticed them into. So <laughs> like, oh no, they're robbing me, and then just shot him in the face. Like, yeah, that kid <laughs> shit. Blah, blah. Yeah. 
And then, yeah, and it, it, ah, he at one point says he's going to call the cops. Why didn't you do it in the first place? Because you wanted to murder somebody. You wanted to get a taste. You wanted to get a taste. You wanted to get a taste. Yeah. <laughs> wanted to get a taste. So, fuck that, that guy. He's that guy who goes to the clubs, picks up, says, hey, meet me in my house in 30 minutes. And then yeah, he yeah, was trying to break in. Officer, I had to shoot him. Yeah, he's he's a future doomsday prepper, probably living out in the woods with all his fucking trapped up goddamn uh, land waiting on people to come out with landmines and shit. So nah, say this, you know, he owns a Mr. Open Carry. Yeah. Wanting yeah, he, people to start shit. Exactly. He's he's the guy that open carries, not just in case the hoping something goes off. So yeah, Kevin McCallister is my least favorite character in this movie. As I got older, the more I realized I hate that kid. <laughs> so uh now Taco. <laughs> Uh, least favorite is the city police department. Oh my god, <laughs> they yeah. are completely they inept there. at their job. They were up there. <laughs> oh my god, like they get they get a call from a distraught parent in another country saying, "We left our kid. Please go check on him." And Man, <laughs> yeah, they're like, they're ping pong. They're ping pong. Yeah, they're ping ponging her between. Yep. Family crisis and emergency. It's like, no, oh, it's for you. Like, you just want your your kids home alone, and you want us to check on him. Yeah, what is so difficult for? Go get him. Don't fucking Ooh. check on him. Go get him. He is an eight year old child. We are in another country. Go oh grab him. Keep him safe. He's a toddler. Exactly. <laughs> hey, too young that- to do that, and it, it was, and then the really infuriating part is when the guy like they actually send a person over there and he knocks twice and says oh, the place looks secure tell them to count their kids again and then just leaves no and he never announces himself like if you're gonna go exactly. check on a kid hey police yeah like that's not a welfare check that's like that's you being a lazy piece of shit and being an awful cop and the, the whole department is wrong and terrible. It would have, the movie would have been over because he would have, <laughs> oh, we know the kid's in here. Knock open the door. Yeah. Right. For all we know, he could be dead on the fucking kitchen, yeah, kitchen floor. Exactly. You so, know, maybe that's why he didn't answer the door, asshole. I don't know. Yeah. yeah so like, tell them to food. count their kids again. Like, what the fuck? Right. That, that, in that, that, it's infuriating. So, worst characters in the movie. <laughs> I know you don't have a movie if they were actually a competent, competent, yeah, competent department, but still worst character. Uh, Greg. Uh, the entire McAllister family. Amen. <laughs> that is a toxic, neglectful group of bad individuals, just bad human beings. They're ignoring uh, their psychopath son's tendencies. They cultivated those psychopathic tendencies. <laughs> okay, starting with the mama. Obviously, she left him. Obviously, there's that. Um, don't leave it to the older sister to make a fucking head count on the kids. Okay, that is your responsibility. Don't tell the older sister to make a head count on both your kids and the uncle's kids. No, no, no. You're responsible for your kids, and uncle and auntie are responsible for their kids yourself don't put it on a teenage daughter no you already that fucked wasn't up there. even that wasn't even her daughter so the girl that makes the count is actually the daughter the of the uncle who lives in in Paris. france all yeah. the more worse all yeah. the more worse <laughs> um when she called the cops yes those cops were terrible but it would have helped 
had she clarified that the kid was just eight years old. Like, she didn't mention no age. That's true. If she had mentioned an age, they'd be like, "Okay, so we have to." Like, it's not just some like teenage boy. There might have been a little more, a little more pressure. To... Some more urgency. To yeah, get, urgency. Get, there you go. Get in their house. She's freaking out and not giving the details of the situation, probably because she didn't want to snitch on herself and admit that she's a bad fucking parent. So there's that. Um, th- let's get on the dad a little bit. You don't let your wife fly back by herself to go get that boy, okay? Either you go with her and you leave your kids with auntie and uncle or the shit shut down and everyone goes home, okay? But you don't let your wife go through that by herself. That's a shitty man right there. It's a shitty man. Buzz. Buzz needs to get punched in his in his buck teeth mouth. Hey, you want, you want this one for, <laughs> for the rest of us there, guy? No, no, no. I said the family did not. Let me let me let me speak my piece, D Pal. I'm I'm hype now. Let me, let me, let me <laughs> but I, I wanna I wanna piece Buzz got an ugly ass girlfriend too. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Woof. <laughs> Woof. 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 Buzz is clearly was a person who if I had as a teacher, I would have I'm just gonna leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> Hate that kid, but he clearly grew up to be a shitty person just for the sake of being a shitty person. So fuck Buzz and anyone else that cultivated Kevin's psychopathic tendencies by calling him a disease and stuff like that. Yeah. And then obviously the uncle's a prick. Like, don't, don't, that that boy is not your child. Don't be threatened to put hands on that boy. <clears throat> the father and mother should have came to his defense and uh, whooped uncle's ass who wasn't paying for the trip and he want to sit here and talk shit to the boy. It ain't your place. Shut the fuck up and enjoy the trip. You ain't he was also, he was, he was yeah. also a uh, annoying cheapskate that was yeah. just basically like trying to, yeah, he stole salt shakers from the goddamn American yeah, Airline. That's, this is real Christmas. Hey, that shrimp is for that shrimp is for Christmas. Put it back. And he's like, "Whoa, no, want some shrimp? No, nope. right. out food." <laughs> Completely disregarded her on the wait. Was it <laughs> yeah. the second one? I think that was the second one. No, no it was the first one. No, it was the first one okay. because the second one they're in Florida in some shitty motel. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I watched them back to back, so it's kind of blending right yeah, now. Yeah, did too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Go ahead, Depot. <laughs> well, I'm gonna pick the bones here. <laughs> and go with the McAllister family. Yeah, keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. They are they are a terrible bunch. I mean, uh, besides what the obvious that Greg said is that his parents were just neglectful, neglectful, and they encouraged a uh, abusive alpha brother sister relationship amongst the siblings. They were abusive. They they were just assholes. I, I don't know if they did have a maid or not or. The they, set the, they set him up for failure anyway from the very start. Say like, you're gonna be sleeping with your cousin. The yeah. One that no, I got, I got, a, I got a bone to pick with with the parents to let that little boy drink fucking soda right before bed. You know he has a problem. <laughs> yes. You gonna let his ass have a soda before? Mm, come on now. <laughs> and then and make him share a bed. Yeah. With and him, make with him share else. a bed. Yeah. They knew damn well that third floor attic room was available. Before. Pee all over me. <laughs> Before before Mama McAllister put Kevin up there, she knew damn well she could have put that little pissy kid up there. Well, the plan was they were both supposed to be up there, and then Kevin said, "Oh yeah, yeah, that's right." They said we're gonna move, we're gonna move him somewhere else. The little kid, he basically said that kid's gonna piss on me if you put him in that bed with me. And then that that little pissy kid knew what he was doing by taking that big ass swig of Pepsi. Oh, he did smile at him. Yeah, he was smiling. I'm gonna pee on you later. I'm gonna use your leg like a like a fire hydrant, homeboy. Pretty much, he was smiling at him. Who is that boy? 
I mean, this whole thing started because they scapegoated Kevin to begin with. They don't want yeah, to yeah. Buzz accountable. Buzz ate, ate, Buzz ate the pizza. Hey, man, Buzz didn't tackle himself into that milk. Okay. That's so fucked up for eating that pizza, yeah. though. Yeah, like not even a fucking slice, bro. Come on. I, I, I'm, I, get, I fight with my siblings about that shit. I will say Buzz Buzz is also a psychopath who eats pizza like that. Yeah, who just shoves that shit and then and then throws it up. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Like hold that hold, hold the douchebag eldest brother accountable for something. For something. Right? I mean, that's how that actually works. The older person is usually getting I was the youngest, and anytime something happened, oh, for sure. Kev got all the fucking blame, and I was just the the sweet the sweet baby that didn't do nothing. We didn't know no better. I'm with you. You let him do that. That's what should have happened in this family. But time and time again, they fucking give it all the credit to Buzz. Buzz gets all he gets the accolades. That's why, and it's always Kevin's fault. Just to me, in the second film, to me that just shows that before this movie took place, Kevin had done a lot of evil shit, and so that fa- yeah. the family doesn't give him the benefit of the doubt. Like, no, you're the one that killed the cat outside. That wasn't Buzz, so you're <laughs> the one You're the one knocking over the milk over here, motherfucker. It's your crazy ass. Yeah. He had you don't did, it. you little jerk. Don't, don't get me started on Frank, man. Frank, it's just a Oh, I only have traveler's shake. I'm not gonna pay for the pizza. I only have that to- dude was stealing the, the salt and pepper shakers all yeah. in yeah. first class. Yeah. Oh, it's real oh, crystal. Oh, uh, the champagne's free, right? The champagne's free, right? Fill it, fill it, fill it. Yo, fill it, fill it. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Uh, ugh. I'm not, no. I can go an hour on that. Uh, Chris. Uh, the cops. I went with the cops. Uh, apparently, all you have to do is is point out that the little boy stole a toothbrush and the cops will chase him like he shot somebody. But if you call, <laughs> him, <laughs> if you call <laughs> him and tell him, hey, he's at home alone, it's kind of really dangerous. They're like, eh. House is secure. House is secure. Stupid. Those cops are uh, they're really bad. Bad at their jobs. Yep. Uh, I think they even kind of. I, I would ding them. We don't have an, an an appropriate time frame to do so, but I, I I would if I could ding them for how late they showed up at the end. It just oh, just. You also got to remember they let Marv and Harry escape, so they're not good. Yeah, I know either. that's based on the second movie. You're right. You're not wrong. <laughs> system, the no. same, same, yeah, same <laughs> system that lets these two jokers escape in the second movie. <laughs> Whatever Earth this is, Earth eight three seven has a terrible <laughs> Chicago police. Department. Awful, awful. If you're gonna get arrested, get arrested in this Chicago. Imagine how Chicago that Chicago treated niggas on the south side. If that's how uh, <laughs> the, the rich the rich neighborhood gets treated, right? Yeah, <laughs> it branches off. Also, uh, the, those uh, I, I, so in close second was Harry and Marv because these geniuses in a neighborhood where Michael Jordan lives apparently they decide <laughs> to rob the McAllister. <laughs> if you can get away with the shit you've been getting away with, go to Michael Jordan's house. Retire. Retire on that shit. You're gonna go hit the McAllisters and then you gotta go hit the McCreary's and the Johnsons and the just go hit Michael Jordan's house and call it a day. Well Chris cops. Well Chris Joe Pesci was in that house long enough to scope it out at the beginning. He could uh, fucking see everything. Dressed as a cut. Yeah, and then yeah, well I mean that's actually good for my point. Uh somehow they get their hands on a Chicago PD uh, uniform also. Yeah, let one of those walk out the door somewhere in Chicago <laughs> to these two assholes. <laughs> Shows up at a house and he's just standing there in full uniform. Yeah, somehow, anyway. when he was scoping out that house, when he was in there, he was looking around and 
just ignored the terrible wallpaper throughout the house and thought, this is the house that's all the <laughs> yeah, good. It's our, it's our yeah. silver tuna. Yeah. yeah. It's it, like every room in that house had wallpaper and it was all shitty. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I know <laughs> Harry. I know Harry. Harry's me. been on my case about robbing Michael Jordan's house, but this one. This this is the one. This is the one right here. <laughs> all the all these kids living here. Think of all the toys we could steal. So to your point about the uniform, like not only did they steal a Chicago PD uniform, but they stole a Chicago PD uniform that fit Joe Pesci. Like Joe Pesci's <laughs> only like five one. What did they find? They stole a uniform from the laundry company that does the laundry for Chicago PD first. <laughs> so they were able to pose as a laundry person long enough to go through the sizes. It's fucking this city. Why didn't he just rob the houses dressed as the police officers? So yeah, I was kind of wondering that like, myself. But. Instead right? of a plumber, just park in front of the house as a fucking cop. Maybe like Marv, a, maybe Marv didn't have a costume. Right. Yeah, those cops are bad. Uh, uh, Greg, go ahead. Have you gone yet, Greg? Yeah, Justin. Uh, Justin. Justin, go ahead. I was going to go with the police as well. I mean, it's pretty obvious. It's been it's been spoken on pretty heavily. I mean, just to kind of ping pong people in a moment of crisis, even though age was not mentioned, I still feel like, you know, this lady seems pretty pretty upset right about now. Yeah. We should probably go check on a kid, announce ourselves. All of these things, it could have happened. It's just, it's very sad how all systems failed Kevin in a tremendous amount of ways, creating a, creating a one evil genius psychopath. You know, <laughs> it was pretty, it was pretty incredible, actually. He wasn't yeah, born so. that way. He was cultivated. Yeah. Exactly. He was groomed from a very young age. Obviously, the police aren't going to protect me, so I have to protect myself. Yep. Yeah, he was groomed from a very young age. Society oh, yeah. failed him. Oh He's no! But, cocking the shotgun. Yeah. Okay. That scene right there, where he was like, "This is my house. I have to defend it." I was he, like, "That's the, like that's Castle Doctor yeah, right there. He's just yeah, waiting to blow somebody away as soon as they walk he's, in." He's he's really ready. Like, and you know, so it's just a matter of time before the police run into Kevin again. You know, and they'll probably <laughs> field in too. So we'll see what happens. Well, he's only going to kill people on his property, so he's like, eh, you know, I what like why they why were they there? It was like, well, you know, I I tricked them with free stuff and then as soon, they, as soon as they stepped in i said you're robbing me and i shot them with promises of xbox when, and he, when he gets older he's gonna buy himself his own self a compound in oregon and he'll yeah, be, yeah he's definitely <laughs> running with the feds dude <laughs> yeah the next waco will be fucking kevin McAllister with a bunch <laughs> of traps <laughs> yep oh uh, yeah otis or uh, katie yeah, uh, so like I said earlier when I was explaining the story, Uncle Frank, man, like I said, no one talks to my kid like that, calls him a little jerk, yelled it. Everybody got quiet and listened to him say it. He's like, yeah, you see a little Look bit of jerk. what you I'm did, so- you little jerk. And if that was my brother, I'm popping him. I'm like, fuck you, man. Don't talk to him like that. No, you, Actually, you, you did fuck up, Kevin, but don't fucking talk to him like that. Like, you, I'm I would have, I would have no problem. I would have yeah. no problem with that. If well, I ever his kid, kids are... If my kid, was, yeah, if I had a kid was being a little piece of shit and Taco was like, your kid's a fucking jerk. I'm like, yeah, you are correct. Let's go. No, with the yeah, ass. see, but the way you said it, he said it to you like your kid's fucking up. I'm like, yeah, it's fucking up. No, he said it straight to him like like he was a grown ass man calling yeah, him out. I, 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 I didn't I didn't have a problem with it. Kevin was being a little jerk. He needed to be told he was being a little jerk. And clearly his parents are too neglectful to fucking mention it. So it's not when you going on a trip to France for free 99. So looks looks okay. Man. So I don't know. I've I, I've always thought that. Uh, excuse me. 
I don't have a problem with the uncle doing that. Like sometimes you, you're clearly not disciplining your fucking kid, so he needs to be let know True. that he's being but, a little jerk. But the more we see, but that Frank, didn't accomplish anything. Like yeah. it wasn't constructive eh, enough. It didn't need to be constructive. Yeah, but then later we see more of Frank, and you find out that he's just a cheapo. <laughs> like yeah. that, he, he's riding. He's riding the whole trip there. He's like, oh, I'm traveler's check. I, I can't pay for this. Yeah, I was like, yeah, he's a piece of shit, but yeah. I didn't have a problem with calling that kid a jerk. Yeah, that was just a cherry on top. I knew he's trash, and then he just like yelled at him, like, oh, you extra trash. Like, that, that man got me hot. Uh, Katie. Well, my least favorite character is Mitch Murphy. Uh, that's the little kid. <laughs> the little stuck the little kid. That's, that's a bitch little kid who fucks he was with hilarious. the cat and makes them think that Kevin is actually standing there by the van. I can He's digging uh, through their bags. Yeah, why is he digging through their bags? He took he a picture. Their bags, took a picture, looking through all their shit, asking a million questions. And he got in the van with the shuttle driver. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Bring me like, back something French. In his face. to get kidnapped. <laughs> And he's being a little dick and he fucks up Kevin's in like the whole family's entire fucking trip to France. That I heard the McKellar she's going to France. I'm only going to Ohio. Yeah, fuck that, <laughs> that kid. Cool. Mitch Murphy is I got, my favorite. I did get mad when I saw him just like open up that fucking suitcase and like, oh, just start touching. Like, why are you touching stuff? That's not yours. Why are you touching my shit, little kid? Get the fuck out of here. Throw that kid in the street. Yeah, and all, all he did was all he, all his entire part in that movie was go over there annoy the shuttle driver dig through their shit and leave like that's yeah. all he did he yeah. woke up that morning he's like oh they leaving i'm gonna say bye to him <laughs> <laughs> like go home man he was this <laughs> close to that shuttle driver in that van when they were- <laughs> <laughs> yeah and was, and you gotta remember that was at 8 a.m like what the fuck is he doing up and out that's, on the street at 8 a.m that's what i'm saying dress exactly. school man dressed well, he was dressed. and he was dressed because he was leaving for Ohio or whatever yeah. that day too. Like, where the fuck yeah. are your parents? Why are you not like packing and getting ready to go? Well, with your if family? he's if if he's that annoying, his parents are probably like go bother them. Yeah, oh, like go away. Another <laughs> we didn't oversleep. Our flight's not until later. We're look, fine. Man, look, man, if my kids were that shitty, I'd be neglectful too. Yeah, yeah. If that kid was doing all this, <laughs> like, hey, hey, uh, the McAllisters outside. Go check on them. Like, Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> I just need a break. All he does is talk. <laughs> fuck, man. <laughs> okay, I'll go. I'll go say bye to them. God, fuck that kid. God, I hate that kid. <laughs> I thought he was funny. He was funny, but yeah. But Greg, you know, if that kid was bothering you, you. Oh, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. That's what I'm saying. Just want to yeah. choke him. Just... Okay. So uh, let's do seven word synopses. Let's go. Let's go. I'm going first. I only made one. Really? <laughs> I was watching a movie and laughing at it. Uh, Marv and Harry dealing with mini jigsaw. The whole time I was like, oh man, he grew up to be old dude from a uh, from Saw. Yeah. <laughs> Guaranteed. Yeah. Could have easily like just transitioned into the collector. Like, oh fucking fuck <laughs> that doorknob was just a knife. <laughs> he grabbed it. Was like, God damn it. Oh, if y'all haven't seen The Collector, my boys, uh, that movie, it, it, it's Kevin McAllister got old and got scary and just made traps for normal people. It's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Doorknobs and knives, man. It's, it's really horrible. It's really uh, Taco. Ass. Uh, Steve. I got two. Uh, first one is, look what you did, you little jerk. 
That shit. <laughs> I have a problem with it because that scene also makes me laugh because I'm like, that's a weird thing to just yell at a child. It's great. And then the, the second one is uh, child practices become future serial killer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg. I got four. Ooh. First one ties into uh, what Wally said about robbing Michael Jordan. Uh, where'd it go? Sorry. Oh, I got five. Sorry. Plenty of other privileged families to rob. Yeah. Just give up. Like, go somewhere else. You are, you already did four other ones. Like, just quit. You good. It hurts. Stop. They had, they had the nicest shit. Silver tuna. Apparently. Shit. <laughs> uh, show this film when preaching birth control. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know me and Ashley hate families as it is. So this you got five fucking kids. Mm-mm. Mm, fuck all that. Um well, this one's this one's pretty similar. The ultimate testament to birth control slash abstinence. <laughs> Budding child engineer defeats henchman level burglars. <laughs> they really were. They were henchmen right. level. The fact that you get your ass beat so often, you're clearly you're clearly not top dogs of your of your of your career path. And privilege clearly trumps a call to CPS. <laughs> yeah, he would not. Home, he would, wouldn't be a home alone too. Shouldn't have been home alone too. They should have lost them kids. Yeah, yeah. I mean, twice yeah. they did it twice. Yeah. That's why they're that's why they're not in the third one because those kids it's <laughs> clearly taken away. They, they got, got scattered it. across the, the McAllister the McAllister storyline ended it. Too. They got taken to Ned Flanders' house and got baptized. They on the gone <laughs> baptized. I mean, they the in the foster system time, now. The second time now <laughs> further was- further cultivating the psychopathic uh tendencies oh, yeah. of uh Kevin broken home. The broken, broken home. home. Yeah, that's what's getting out of the foster system. <laughs> Yeah, he snapped. He's, it's gonna be bad. Oh, oh, oh so I got one more. Sorry, yeah. uh, it was just turning all the lights on. Little asshole. That <laughs> house was complete. Every room in that house was lit up, and it made yep. me mad. Like and during that party, high. during that party, I was like, "Why the fuck did he turn the lights on on the second floor? Ain't nobody up there." Yeah. Why is yeah? Why is why is Buzz yeah? Why is Buzz's room light on? Like, turn off the fucking lights. Yeah. Asshole. Yeah, man. That that light bill was sky high. They had the money. They were fine. Oh, oh, one yeah. more. One more and I'll pass it on. White people love to keep garage doors open. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey. Movie white people. I'd have been furious for that. Yeah. I forgot to close like, the garage. Like the, the dad's like, we oh, I just left the garage door open. Okay. Like they didn't care. They didn't care. Yeah. They do nothing about it. And you well, know, that, Otis, that we garage around, was not attached to the house. Otis, a, you knew when still, we walked around certain yeah. neighborhoods in a certain town of ours that they had the garage doors open all the time. And at night, y'all yeah. Like, y'all, y'all too y'all too stop saying stop saying y'all. If I left the garage door open, I would I would you got your ass beat. Yeah, that would have been a big fucking issue. I did it once and I got fucking screamed at, and I was like, mm. see, but y'all didn't live in that neighborhood though. We lived in a nice neighborhood at the time. Oh, we lived in the same neighborhood. Yeah, and it was nice, sir. <laughs> Not compared, but, but compared to that other one that I'm talking about. No, no. Well, yeah, I'm just saying, was, you leave a garage like, door open. Yeah, Greg, we crackhead crawls in. Yeah, you get attacked. That's how crackheads get in your house because they get through the garage. 
Right. Well, you got to remember, it, it, like Kevin said, that garage was not attached to the house, by the way. But there's still a bunch of valuable shit in there that would end up as a uh, crack getting smoked later. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> crack value. Uh, Wally. Seven words? Yes. Uh, tiny Psycho tortures disabled men with traps. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, <laughs> home defense movie is a commercial for Home Depot. <laughs> you can defend your home too for like forty-five dollars, right? Buy some string and some paint cans, bricks, hot wheels. Hot wheels. What was, what was that hot? What was that? That wire? That hot wire that he put on the door? I, doorknob. I, I think no it's like a barbecue. Uh, it's it something with a barbecue, doesn't it? I think it. Well, I think it's supposed to help ignite coal. Oh. Oh, yeah, I bet Kev got one in his garage. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. You know, you do. You got everything in that house. <laughs> Listen, when I was living there, anytime I needed anything, if no matter how stupid I thought it was, Kev had it in a drawer. <laughs> there you go. Fucking in a drawer in the kitchen. <laughs> a bag somewhere. There you go. There you go. Uh, who hasn't gone? Deepal. Deepal, go ahead. Go ahead, bro. Uh, I got a few. A fucked up count left Kevin alone. <laughs> Midwest boy outsmarts dumbass thieves. That mac and cheese looked fucking bland. It was crap, <laughs> man. He microwaved it. Man. Leave him alone. <laughs> he <laughs> asked if this was any oh, no, good. Was and that was it. Microwave meal. <laughs> yeah, he did, uh, he did ask that lady. He was like, are these any good? She's like, I don't fucking know. I fucking shit look. Stover's? I'll give it a whirl. <laughs> that should look fucking bland as fuck. Oh. He said this nutritious mac and cheese meal. It looked dry and then a little colorless. And he had a glass of milk. I can't do that, man. Yeah. Ugh. Too much dairy. I'll be uh, bla- I'll be backed up for a week. <laughs> I'll be shitting myself in five minutes. <laughs> did, did Katie go? I did not. <laughs> okay. Okay, so I looked up while uh Deepa was going what that thing was, and Taka was right. It's an electric charcoal starter. It's designed to quickly heat coals for a barbecue without any kindling. All you have to do is plug it in and turn it on. I was like, man, that's just epitomized privilege to me. Yeah, that that is. That's highfalutin. Just buy like a dollar lighter and there you go. Right. What a fucking waste of money. (laughs) Okay, so I have a few. Okay. uh, Definitely match. (laughs) Child murders home invaders. Family comes home. Uh, Harry and Marv are mayors of Concussionville. Goddamn right they are. <laughs> uh, why do they have so many mannequins? Thank That's you. a great question. <laughs> then why do you have so many fucking mannequins? Like one is enough. If, if why do you have any? Why do you have yeah, any? In why do you house? have any? But one should be enough for whatever yeah. the fuck you're doing. They had like five mannequins. Yeah. Yeah. An insane amount. And then uh, where are they keeping them? Right. Okay. And then uh, my last one, Chicago PD. What is you doing, baby? (laughs) What is you doing? (laughs) Yeah, that was (laughs) shitty, man. Yeah, I was like, that's a fluent white neighborhood. Like they would have busted down that door, making sure that child is secure and safe. Yep. Yep. Somebody, somebody, please get voted out. Yeah. Terrible. All right, so now for uh, money. I'm so I'm so proud of this group. <laughs> nobody ever mentioned the. Nobody made a mention about what Mr. McAllister does. 
Yeah. Oh, probably, seven words and options. What does he do? <laughs> Nobody knows. Oh, I assume he was like a lawyer or an accountant. Or a lawyer. Like yeah. He must be a good one taking everybody to Paris. He's defense well, lawyer. actually, the trip is actually being paid for by the brother that lives in Paris. Yeah. Mm. Ah, so, so the meme is wrong. Yeah. Eat it, so meme it's, world. It's not. It's not Kevin's dad that pays for the trip. But he is fucking rich because that house costs like four million dollars or some bullshit like that. So I'm assuming I've always assumed that the dad and the mom are both like lawyers because she's in like a boss business suit at the beginning. So I assume that they're like they're fucking business people and they make hella money and that's how they afford that big ass house. And then whatever the fuck it's the uncle, Kevin's uncle, not the shitty one. Like the one that, that lives in Paris, he's the one who has all the money because he also has that other house in New York that's being completely renovated and pays for his entire 15 person family to come visit him in France. Like, no, I, thought, I thought the ones in number two were Zan and Uncle. Yeah, same people. Yeah. Same, same people, people who live in Paris have the yeah. house in New York. Yeah, so whatever that guy does, he's fucking rich. But he, international that- law. Clearly doesn't care about his child, his children, because his teenage daughter's fight. yeah, his teenage daughter is still in America. So hey, man, hey, you want money? They, you they, 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 they just moved to Paris six months ago, or he's been in Paris for six months. Maybe they let her finish out the school year. Yeah, yeah. They, they didn't want to yeah. move her in before she finished high school because she was like about to start her last year. They say it like really quickly at the beginning. All right, oh. what does everyone think the budget for this movie was? Taco. Uh, give me 19, 1990. 19, yeah. November 10, 1990. Give me $30 million. Otis. 15. Damn it. Pal. Give me 25 million. Steve. Well, Otis took mine, so, um. Well, you want to put a one 18. on there? 18 million. I'm just uh, now nah, I'm gonna go bigger. Justin, you put a dollar on it. It's not Justin, oh, Justin, is, not, Justin is not here. Sorry, uh, he's, he's Wally. Somebody said 15. Yes, yeah, <coughs> 15. Oh, welcome, just, brother. Greg, welcome, brother. Oh, there you go. All right, I abstain. Oh, he, he looked it up. Boo. Yeah, <laughs> Boo. Okay. Uh, well, the winner is Steve because he hit it right on the nose. It was yeah. exactly $18 million. <laughs> Otis, suck a dick. <laughs> I wanted 15, but you took it. And then he said, <laughs> Dana said 25. So, <laughs> damn it. All right. Now, how much do you guys think this movie made in the box office? Taco. Two hundred and sixty million dollars. Uh, Otis, give me three fifty. God damn. Depot. Uh, give me one ninety-five. Steve. Man, this yeah, I think Daniel's too low. And this is everybody saw this movie. Everybody's seen this movie. I'm gonna go. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna say it hung half a bill, five hundred million. Yeah, damn. 
<laughs> Wally. That's not even ridiculous, actually. <laughs> not, not, not half a billion. Uh, give me, give me four twenty-five. Almost half a bill, so. Yeah. <laughs> not half a billion. It, it didn't Frank, do did you, half a billion. Uh, how I don't much it made? That. Okay. All right, so I'm gonna tell y'all. Wait, D, what D, what did Pal say? One ninety-five. Oh, that's one ninety-five. Excuse me. So, I'm gonna tell you right now. <laughs> Home Alone was number one at the box office for 12 straight weeks. God damn. Yeah, we what movie came out that we did that was the same play weekend and they got uh, Muppet. uh Muppet. Muppet. Yeah, yeah, Muppets. But I thought that came out with two. Yeah, that one. was the second one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. So this movie was number 1 at the box office for 12 straight weeks and fucking made. Let me well, I'll tell you who won first. Wally wins with his 425. <laughs> Because Steve went just a little bit over. This movie made four hundred and seventy-seven point one million dollars. Damn, Damn, I was yeah, I was close, but I lost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it yeah. made so much fucking money. Yeah, man, and I don't know anybody that hasn't seen this movie. Man, you know what movie it beat? Sleeping with the Enemy. <laughs> so Julia Roberts. Uh, Run away from her scary husband. <laughs> My mom loved that movie. She learned to swim, but she didn't tell him. So she faked like she drowned. And he found her. He's like, bitch, I found you. And she had a revolver. And she's like, eh. But yeah, sleep with the enemy. It's a mess. Oh, is this a Lifetime movie? No, it was a real no. movie. They had Julia Roberts in it. It, yep. it, it was it was Lifetime light. <laughs> Cinematic. If, if Lifetime had a budget. Yeah, if they gave him a couple of mil. <laughs> what you doing, Katie? She making math. So it made twenty six point five times its budget. Nice. Oh, that's why that's... the second one just they they <laughs> shuttled that bitch out. They're like, nah, we make another one, baby. Yeah, it made so much fucking money. And I'm assuming the second one also made a ton of money, and that's why yes, you got the terrible three and four and nine or whatever the hell. Yeah, hey, yeah, man. Did. Run with that. The second goal. one Be did make a lot of money. Uh, the third one did not. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> not anywhere near um it would have made a lot of money they asked um they asked everyone to come back for a third film but at the point by the time they had were ready to make a third film because of other callister was balls deep in cocaine every day <laughs> well now he, he had quit acting actually so there was a point um in macaulay culkin's okay. career around i think he was 15 where he quit acting because he wasn't okay. having fun anymore. He was being Booger sugar. He was being pressured too much. Well, no, it wasn't the it, that happened afterwards. Oh, okay, that the happened marks. after he quit. So he quit because his parents stole all his money mm. and <laughs> farts. And he was being pressured, and he was tired of just you know being a fucking child in the spotlight all the time, not being able to be like a real kid. So he did he like, get divorced from his parents? No, I'm done at 14. Yeah, I thought he emancipated, tried to. Emancipated, that's the word yeah. I'm looking for. I don't know. I can't remember. That's why a lot of kids do it. I, I, I don't think he was one of the first ones, but yeah, I thought he tried to get emancipated. Oh, they stole his money. I would too. Yeah, them parents out there, man, just yanking all that shit. Like, good job, Taco. Keep making those movies. <laughs> I don't think they took all of it, but they spent a whole bunch of it like without his knowledge. Like Gary Coleman. Yeah, so it was a whole thing. 
Or the beeves. Didn't the beeves mom fuck them over a lot of money? Probably. That's why there was a big gap. Allegedly, 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 allegedly. Between (laughs) Home Alone 2 and Home Alone 3 because they were... They really wanted to get Kevin to do it. And at the time, he was busy doing some other things. And then by the time he was done doing those Crack. other things, he was like, no, I'm done. I don't want to act anymore. I'm not coming back. Well, he's 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 off the crack now and has some funny but weird Twitter posts. Yeah, he's married yeah. to uh, Brenda's song. He looks yeah, Wendy Woo. I thought they got married. Yeah, know. he is to the very I know they were sexy dating Brenda for song. a long time. I don't know. She's looking great. Dating. <laughs> he does Wendy not Wu? look great. But she he looks great. Fucking... He doesn't look bad. <laughs> Better is than... Wendy Wu Wendy like the American Dragon or whatever the fuck her movie's called? No. It was, uh, it's some Jake Disney Long, warrior. the American Dragon. Wendy okay. Wu. While I watch uh, this High movie. High School Ninja or something like that. Warriors. Yeah, fucking. High yeah, fucking uh, Disney Plus is like, you'll like this Wendy Wu. And it was just some like little white girl doing like a jump kick. <laughs> that wasn't Will, a white girl. Wilson. No, <laughs> not married. Oh. Just dating. Oh, just, hey, he's got some color back though. Yeah, no, oh, he, he looks he's, good now. He looks pretty good. Uh, he has a podcast, Rabbit Ears, I believe. Yeah, Bunny Ears. Bunny Ears. But uh, pretty good stuff. He's great. He loves looks- wrestling. Loves wrestling. Uh, he hates. He, hates Brock Lesnar. Was he, was he one of the kids that uh Michael Jackson allegedly touched? Alle- yes, allegedly. No, he no. he came to the the case he and said that he did Michael Jackson's penis. No, wow. he's just really Probably. good friends with Michael Jackson. <laughs> they were. I'm assuming. I'm assuming Macaulay Culkin Head, saw a lot of, saw a lot shaft, of pieces because he was su- he definitely sucking dick for crack. No, they were like hair press. Macaulay perm, Culkin hair, and Michael Jackson were glitched. like best no, friends. No, we're that's talking about why, later. In, we're talking about later. Macaulay Culkin was in the black and white video. Ah, we're talking about later in life. He he sucked Michael dick Jackson for crack. had the fucking like mentality of a child and had gone through the same shit that Macaulay Culkin was going through of being a child star God and like it, pressured as fuck. That's a good so. ass song. Black and white's a good ass song. All of this is, is alleged. All of this is alleged. We don't know. I remember. No, I'm telling you <laughs> they were friends. This is not, not, that, not that part. There's a lot <laughs> of like very clear things that's like interviews with Macaulay Culkin where he says they were best friends and all these things. Not that yeah. part. I'm just covering our bases on the other stuff. Oh, well, then I'm, I'm just going to be I'm going to be outlandish. It's weird that a grown man was friends with an eight year old. OK, boy. moving on, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> We're not about to get to that debate. We're not about to get into that. Yeah. There's no debate, Greg. I just wanted to say that because it was funny. We need to at some point we need to watch the Jacksons movie. I just, I just oh my god, talk about <laughs> child abuse, oh, <laughs> mental and physical. Joe which which, <clears throat> which Jackson movie you want to watch? What do you mean the Jackson movie? The Jackson, the one where you get lit up. Oh, we ain't watching that one with a uh, old dude that plays uh, a oh, lifetime one. Flex. No. You don't want to watch the one Flex? Uh, nah, no. that was horrible looking. <laughs> they made one on BT. It's Oh, I bet. Oh, no, I'm watching. The, I'm watching the one that has. Uh, they just they just painted Flex white. Voice of young Simba. <laughs> that's who. That's the one I'm watching. Yeah, the brother from Smart Guy. He was young. That's all they did. Uh, yeah. They just they just put white paint on Flex. Is that face. is that an actual movie or is that like a six oh, yeah. hour miniseries? The mi- six hour miniseries. Okay, I ain't doing that, homie. Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. We'll watch it. Greg will watch it. Justin will watch it. I just see the Pepsi scene when he, when he catch on fire. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> we can watch This Is It. That's only in, like two hours. That's a, that's a regular movie length. Oh, oh, Joe beat those kids so hard he did. into success. Yeah. yeah, he beat them into millionaires. Crazy millionaires, but millionaires. <laughs> He beat the shit out of those kids in that. Somebody, movie. somebody had a post on there say Joe Jackson was all about that money. They were straight up Jehovah's Witnesses with a Christmas album. 
Yeah. <laughs> Bro, he did not care. Yep, he didn't give a fuck. I don't know how to play this song. Pop, pop, pop with the belt. He's like, oh, I know how to play it now. I figured <laughs> it out. Goddamn right you do. I know how to play bass now. Yeah, pop, pop, pop. <laughs> okay, anyway, let's get back to Home Alone. So, uh... <laughs> oh does anybody have anything else to say about Home Alone? It's an amazing movie. I do. What um, you got, Greg? Fun fact for the second one, actually. Mm. So he, he stated... Then watch that one, Greg. I don't give a fuck. We keep talking about it. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> ooh, ooh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway. Inner Ike came out. <laughs> My Joe Jackson. I'm sorry. My Joe Jackson. <laughs> Um, Plaza Hotel, the hotel he stayed at. Uh, my wife's doing a little research. Uh, one of the more expensive rooms she found was $30,000 a night <laughs> in real life. <laughs> and that hotel just recently closed down this past summer because of COVID. Oh, no. So, oh, no. rest in peace, Trump Macaulay, Cul- Macaulay Culkin Hotel. They yeah, that, home mo- alone room. that movie yeah. had a president in it. And have, uh, and have, have the mannequin in the shower and you walk in. And oh, that like, blow up clown? Yeah. <laughs> which, which, by the way, like, where did he get that? Because he packed it in his bag and he didn't have his bag. Bro, bro, I don't know. <laughs> He's staying in a $30,000 room, Kev. He can afford to go buy another clown. Tim Curry delivered it off script, off scene. He, he turned around hard. Head. He's like, what? <laughs> oh man, uh, Home Alone's amazing. Anybody else got anything to add? Nope, I no, I love this movie. No, 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 no. Nah. Okay, so that was the last Christmas movie episode for this. I got year. something to add. Oh, Steve, late ass. <laughs> Wait, five minutes. No, I just, I just want to interrupt you really late with nothing. Sorry, that's all that was. What a dick. Okay. <laughs> Steve asked for me. He's like, I'm gonna wait a little bit. You sounded half ass drunk. No, I got something. <laughs> exactly. No, I didn't have nothing. I just wanted to wait until you were like halfway done. So you we were in it. Yeah, I'm pilot. <laughs> I'm pilot. Yes, I sir. fly. Yes, sir. We know. <laughs> okay, but no, this is the last Christmas. It was a bonus episode, but this is the last Christmas one. Boxing uh, Day. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, Boxing Day. Eh? So this is probably going to be one of the last episodes of this year. Yep. Man, that's crazy. 2020 was a lot. Yeah, I mean, it lasted like 75 years. It felt like a lot. So, uh, like always, we'll be back next year with a whole new list of themes uh, for the Spotlight series and scary movies. We're going to add different genres. Uh, sports, 100%. There's going to be a Muppets month, 100%. Because we talk a thousand about times spicier for the spicy boys. Way too much. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to try to fit in uh, Starship Troopers somehow because I want to watch that movie really bad. Uh, <laughs> But no, there's there's gonna be tons of things we talk about. Uh, they my play birthday. sports in that one, huh? Yeah, they play sports in that. <laughs> yeah, it's a sports ball thing. That they you do. don't have to shoehorn it that hard. Yeah, with the Nerf ball. You could just watch a movie without talking about it on the podcast. I know, but I want to talk. About nope, it. Nah, that's boring, nah. Katie. What are you talking about? Why would I watch a movie for leisure? Fuck out of here. Yeah. yeah, but that movie's great. There's so many lines. You don't want to do because I if something happens to my legs, I want Steve to take me out like they took out. <laughs> That dude. Like, you my legs. You better you kill me. No, my legs are gone. You ain't got no legs, Otis. <laughs> yeah, Welcome to the rough My legs are gone. Rico's from there. This bug ate his bottom half. I don't want to live if my bottom half is gone. Have you not seen Starship Troopers? I've seen it. I think it's stupid that he wouldn't want to live without legs. My bottom half is gone. It wasn't his leg. It was his whole bottom half. You gone. said legs like six times in a row just Well, now. I thought about it and then it was more. He ain't got no dick. 
I mean, no, 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 you just get That's fake true. Get robo legs. Oh, I get, I get those bendy legs. Like yeah, that chick yeah but he's gonna be pooping out of his. He's gonna be pooping no. out of his lung and shit. You don't. You don't. You can't get those bendy legs. You're gonna end up like that South African dude. And kill they were also in the middle that. of a fucking mm. desert. He probably wasn't gonna make it. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Really yeah. You know what to do. Oh, anyway, I think it was more so he was getting eaten. So I don't think the bug was just gonna stop after it ate his legs. Like, <laughs> Ooh, those legs are good. Well, they pulled him. They pulled him out, didn't they? I no, yeah, they pulled him out. So they're saying no, it. He was, yeah. he no, he already he had lost. Ass. He'd already lost that they, on, they an pulled, arm. They pulled him out. That's how we know he was bitten half. He'd yeah. already lost an arm, and he's like, "I'm tired of being yeah. purple." Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he's like, "No, oh, I'm they dead. didn't. They didn't. They didn't pull him out until he was dead. He was getting chewed on. He was like, Rico, you know what to do." And he got shot while he was yes, getting in the box. And then the bug was like, "Well, he's dead. I'm not hungry anymore." Yeah, this is gross. What are your handles? Huh? Just tell me your Do the sign out, man. We have Do the sign, sign out. out. Yeah, we have a sign out. Excuse me. <laughs> we get excited about shit and we start talking. So anyway, so anyway, uh, we're gonna have all these these fun new different themes and stuff. Uh, my birthday's next week. Uh, I don't know if we're gonna meet up or not, but I want to do uh, spelling B. I want to do that. We might, might not talk about a movie, but I want to do that. So uh, yeah, it's my birthday. It's Flag Day. <laughs> I didn't say what else about that. I just looked at Katie and said. It's Flag Day, baby. Okay, but anyway, uh, if this is your first episode, it's a good one. We Some good laughs when we talk about a little kid killing people. If you've been here from the beginning, what up, Guido? Uh, oh, Guido message about some movie we did recently. Uh, yeah, Guido listens to all of these because he just drives a lot for his job, and he just texts me questions. Instead of emailing and being the only email person we get, he texts me things <laughs> at like four in the morning. He's like, well, actually, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, who the fuck is this? And I'm like, oh, dude. <laughs> but uh, no, this is great. We love doing this. We made it through Christmas. And so uh, January's coming, 2021. Hopefully it's a lot smoother than 2020. Yay, vaccines. Yeah, hopefully. Fuck, man. Keep uh, dreaming. It's going to turn December 32nd. Yeah. <laughs> 2020. Well, 2020 damn. will not end. He's like, oh, y'all thought this was over? Okay. I'm here um, to stay, bitches. Yeah. Okay. So, if you have any other cool fun facts about 2020, you can tweet us at Alan Town Pod. What did I say? 2020. Uh, we have the email. It is Alan Presents <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> we have a Facebook at Alan Town Presents. Uh, like always, thank you so much for listening. And for me, Katie, the what the spicy bandits? Yes. Spicy bandits. Spicy bandits. Spicy bandits. Jesus, look what you did, you little jerk. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Uh, thank you for listening. We'll be back very soon with another episode. Okay, bye, guys. Happy New Year. Bye. bye. We're going to close out this way. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and burrito. Yeah. Goddamn idiots. <laughs>